This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of conservative views of homosexuality. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is Christina, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever the heck cisgender straight people think it is we're doing. Christina, what's what's on the buy schedule for today? I'll be happy to tell you. We'll be interviewing Harrison, and then we're gonna play a, another round of a game favorite. There's a phrase for that. Whatever. I'm great at talking. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome, Harrison. Hey. Tell us about you. What would you like to know? Because there's a whole bunch to unpack here. Unpack it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do I even start my story with you? Um, Okay. I always like to tell this story. Um, Well, I'm a trans man, Mm -hmm. and I identify as bisexual. Mm -hmm. But before that, I identified as a lesbian. Mm -hmm. And after I started testosterone, this weird thing happened. Mm-hmm. where I became less and less attracted to women and more attracted to men. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of confusing for me just because I never had an attraction to men. Like, when I looked at men, I like I wanted to be them. Mm-hmm. And now when I look at men, I'm like, I, I want to be with that kid. Yeah. It's hot. Like, <laughs> ooh. So <laughs> it was confusing for me just because a lot of people associate, oh, gender with sexuality and... Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're a woman, so you must be attracted to men. Right. So why are you transitioning to male if you're going to be with men? Like, people don't get it. Mm. And that really bothers me because they don't know that gender and sexuality are two separate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely made that mistake when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that uh, from a couple of people that, like, once they started uh, some sort of, like, medical transitioning, like taking testosterone, that they noticed shifts in their personality and identity. Like, a lot of uh, trans men would note, like, feeling, like, more aggressive or more decisive. And, like, I wonder what part of that is, like, medical and what part of that is, like, now that I'm a man, I definitely feel like this. <laughs> I, I Honestly, I have to say that since I started testosterone, like, I don't feel like I'm more aggressive. Right. Oh, it's definitely person to person. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's person to person. <laughs> testosterone but, isn't like yes, spinach yeah. with Popeye. Exactly. <laughs> Let's to be fair, yeah. we do not need more aggressive men in this world. <laughs> no, definitely do not. Um, no, so it wasn't that way for me. The um, I just, I feel like, and this is another kind of association that I make, like, I feel like I went from being an almost invisible black woman Mm -hmm. to being a very visible black man and feeling like the people looking at me now as the threat Mm. as opposed to them not even seeing me at all. So that's been really weird. Like, I have to be more conscious of myself. Like, I feel like I'm I'm kind of policing myself somewhat because I don't want to walk behind a woman alone at night, Mm -hmm. you know, so she doesn't think, 
there's this black guy behind me. Like, is he gonna, you know, some kind of just like try to make a point of, you know, just being conscious of people's spaces so they don't feel threatened. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's there's been a lot of uh, trans men who note a shift in how they're perceived like now that they are being identified as a man as opposed to a woman it's a double-edged sword a lot of the time where like you lose a lot of the perception of like being perceived as a woman and therefore like a lot of the sexism that comes with that but then you get like being perceived as a threat and things like that there's not really a win situation I mean, I, I think, just to go back to the sexuality thing, I think besides just us always acknowledging that it's fluid and everything. And subject to change. Um, and subject to change. Besides, like, a hormonal difference, I think that makes a lot of sense, too, that if you, like, figured something out about yourself and you can, like, live like that and not worry about that, that then your brain's like, oh, now we can figure all this other stuff yeah. out. Yeah. 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 That makes perfect sense to me. It, it, the, the, the funny thing is, is... Is people think once you get to be the thing that you want to be or the person that you want to be that all the problems are solved and it does not work it's like not, that at actually. all <laughs> not at all like my world i transition within this like physically legally transition within the space of like two to three years mm-hmm. and i was so overwhelmed by the whole entire process like during that time period i went through like like the like the deepest depression that I'd ever gone through my entire life. Mm. Like, I, I, I couldn't figure out what the problem was because I was just like, well, you're doing the things that you want to do. Oh, okay, great. Now we got to dig a little bit deeper and get into the real <laughs> shit. Yeah. Even when it's you're uh, now the sort of like reflecting the sort of person that you want to be, there's still that change in identity. Like, I know for me, while I'm on my gender journey, capital G, capital J, (laughs) trademark, 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 that um, (laughs) it's like, oh, I, but I was this. And that was sort of like, to put it lightly, my personal brand. (laughs) (laughs) You're a brand. Awesome. (laughs) Like I had my bearings. I knew who I was and like. Now I'm more comfortable with, like, more gender-neutral stuff, but it's still confusing because I'm like, but I still feel partially, like, I, I it's like a loss of identity, even though yeah. I found an identity, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a, definitely, like, a hard shift to be a part of one community, and then you're like, okay, well, I feel like I'm over here now. Yeah. Well, what does this mean about this part of the journey that I went through? It's mm. confusing sometimes, even yeah. for me. And it, it causes a lot of confusion, too, like in the outside world where people are becoming more conscientious of like trying to be more inclusive and things like that of different gender identities. But then it gets confusing where people will be like, this is a woman only space. And it's like, well, good luck, <laughs> champ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have big news about all the different ways people can be women. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, just because you've created a group with, like, a specific gender set in mind, you're not getting people with similar experiences with you as you, necessarily. And it's tough with, like, how... It's weird how we're, like, we're a, we're a queer community, but it is very, like, compartmentalized. And, and especially with, like people whose identities are more fluid or people who realize something and have a big life change. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, I've been in this group for so long. And then it's like, do do I have to leave now? <laughs> like, am I no longer a part of this? <laughs> I was around. Am I going to be excommunicated? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that just seems to be like a... I'm not really... I hmm, How do I say it? Like, 
I'm not really involved in like the gay scene or whatever in Philadelphia. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm not saying I'm not into it. I'm just like, whatever. Like I don't, <laughs> you know. I hate to say it this way, but I'm not like political political like i'm not like yeah you know it's not your responsibility yeah like let's get the straights like i don't (laughs) (laughs) that's not me like that's my party slogan let's get the straights when i run for president (laughs) let's get the straights yeah get (laughs) them in ways i'm like i'm trying to navigate how out should i be should i be out like when i first came here i was gonna i was like i'm gonna be completely stealth no one's gonna know you know what yeah i'm gonna keep it to myself and then i realized i don't really want to do that like i wanted people to know who i am as a person and that includes who i was before i transitioned i mean i don't make a big big declaration i'm like hey you know i was a woman um (laughs) i just honestly i just use my social media like you friend me and then you're gonna find out that you know i transitioned but other than that i just kind of like live my life and i'm not really you know hey let's go i heard you use the phrase uh going stealth and i've seen that a couple of times so can you explain it to me like i'm straight (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely um so going stealth means basically that um you present your gender either you're as male or female Mm -hmm. and um you don't how should i say this you just you just present yourself as a gender you want to be and then you don't actually talk about the past and the gender that you were that you were identified with before you transitioned sure. so it's pretty much just like presenting as female bio- well, biological female whatever yeah. that's that's all it really is is just hey I'm a woman and I've always been a woman never went through a transition do you find it easier to navigate with that or I feel or like, rather like what are some of the reasons people would choose to do that. I, I honestly, for me, I think it's just a lot easier for somebody who can, quote unquote, pass mm-hmm. to go through life presenting as just the gender that they believe that they feel that they are, mm-hmm. without the hassle of having to explain it to mm. people who want to question. Well, what are you, and what did you like? I, yeah, it's just easier to not have to deal with all the other crap coming from people who don't get it, don't understand, question it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't want to be your lesson plan. Like, I don't want to <laughs> mm-hmm. have to go through my day explaining my transition to you. Like, I just, I've had enough, you know? After a second, there. you got to take a break and then be on a podcast talking exactly. about your transition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can get it all out of here and then you don't have to talk about yeah. it. Every yeah. else. Yeah. Hey, this yeah. is good promotion for us. Anytime <laughs> that somebody asks you a question, you just hand them our business card and yes. be like, episode 15, I was like... You'll get yeah. the whole thing. I'm Listen gonna to the go. Podcast. I'm gonna go get some coffee. This <laughs> is the podcast, okay? Yeah, yeah that's how I feel about it. Yeah, it's just why do I have to explain? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here because I want to actually talk about it, but yeah. like, there's times you don't. It, yeah, in my everyday yeah. life, like, I've had people, friends, who should get it, who are like, they associate that the genitals are a big thing with them. Yeah, for yeah. some for yeah. some reason the reason's yeah. transphobia, but like for yeah. some reason people are like so curious about yeah. can we as a society just like get over genitals? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Just like, I, uh. just in my day to day. I don't want to think about anybody's genitals. Exactly. <laughs> like in general. Yeah. It's just and the thing that kind of bothers me about it is um 
they'll be like, oh, so you're gonna, you know, get bottom surge because then you'll be complete and then you'll be uh, finished. Which, <laughs> yikes. Yeah, like, oh, uh, like, I felt like I was okay and now you're kind of bumming me out with this, oh, you'll get your, you'll get the penis uh, and I'm like, I'm not really, like, I'm like, I'm good with where I am. Like, I feel pretty good about where I am physically where I don't feel like I need to go out and do anything else. Mm-hmm. So why are you so concerned about it? Which is why a lot of people go refrain from using the word transgender as like a past tense, like transgendered, because like there's this presumption that like once you're transgender or like you're like, oh, I'm transgender, then you have to do this step and this step and this step. And then you are transgender (laughs) with a capital T. Yeah. I, just a general PSA, if you're thinking about, like, asking someone a question or at any way implying that they need to, like, complete themselves or that they are incomplete, take a step back and, like, slap yourself across the face because that's just <laughs> not appropriate in any regard, whether you're talking about gender or sexuality or anything. Just I was, don't. I was going to say take a step back and educate yourself, but I like your I like your uh, approach. Your loose cannon. <laughs> Sometimes you need to wake up. Yeah. And I think that's an instance where you need to wake up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just like, don't think about what you're saying to people. Yikes. Yeah. Well, technically in the state of New Jersey, I'm still considered female. Um, yeah, they don't, they won't, they won't change your gender marker on your birth certificate until you actually have your gender reassignment surgery. Yeah, New Jersey, yeah. get your shit together. Yes, please do. God. Yeah. We're in, we're recording this in New Jersey. I'm just going to yell out the window, hey, <laughs> lawmakers, change, what are you law. doing? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of yelling at people, uh, is there something that you want to tell cis straight people and get it out of the way so when you're handing them the business card for this show, you can just be like, done, yeah. done here. Uh, my thing to tell is straight people, don't ask me or anyone else about the private parts. Just don't yeah, do it. Don't do it. It's not cool. Don't do it. That's a no. Yeah, I don't ask you about yours. You don't ask me about mine. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah, that seems very reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so level-headed. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go to a party, shake everyone's hand and be like, hello. My name's Jen. Here's what my genitals are like. <laughs> What's going on with yours? I'm yeah. going to carry a whiteboard and draw an approximation. <laughs> and let me tell you, I am not an artist. <laughs> just, ugh. Oh. Again, as a society, let's get over it. Like, yeah. yeah, no, that's a very good thing to get gets across to straight people once and for all. Yeah. Rewinding a bit, I, I was gonna say like about like not hiding your past, but also like not telling everyone. It's like there's steps to it, and I'm I'm very much like in that camp of like, I'm political here on the podcast. Yeah, but in my day to day life, it's all about like taking care of yourself sometimes, and sometimes you don't have like the energy to explain something to someone on Facebook, yeah. or you're not feeling very well, so it's like why like for spend that extra energy. So it's like I I one hundred percent get that. And I think there's that we should fight. You're the guest. Here's my gay agenda item. (laughs) Please, please go on, Um, please. I think we should really fight for like to be in a place where there's a middle step between like coming out to every single person you meet or hiding it from every person you meet where it's just like you're not telling people, but you're not hiding it either, and it's just part of who you are, and yeah. as they get to know you, maybe it comes up. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And also, like, if you want to, I, air quotes, be political about your queer identity, 
shoot for the moon because I, <laughs> I, I do that pretty frequently and I super, super get it that it's an important thing to like be visible and be speaking up against like injustice. That's great. But sometimes when I'm doing that, I get panic attacks real hard. So <laughs> there's a certain point where both, like, you yourself need to take a step back and, like, care for yourself. And if you see somebody who does this and then, like, are silent about something, give them a break. Please. Like, I, like I, I feel like I speak for a lot of people. We're not having fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having fun. Like, the po- the podcast is a fun thing to do. Like, it's because it's voluntary. And I'm specifically speaking with queer people. But, like, understand that, like, people don't want to do that all the time. Sometimes we need to take naps. Yeah. Like, literally everything, it's a spectrum. And some people don't want to live, like, yeah. that super, like... Yep. Not militant, but, you know, like, the yep. Facebook fighter <laughs> life. <laughs> when you become queer, you also don't have to identify as a teacher. Thank hey. you. Amen. Oh. Whoa, mic drop. <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> we do not have funds to replace these microphones. I will leave the mic alone. Anyway, Thank sorry you. to take a giant chunk of your episode. Oh, no, to be no. Like, this is all about you. This is just all about you. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid. I kid. Please. Please. I'm a guest. Oh, boy. All right. Do we want to get into the gay agenda? Yes. All right. So what what is on your gay agenda? Hmm. My gay agenda. Do I have a gay agenda? I wonder. I I have to have a gay agenda, don't I? Apparently. Like, everybody everybody says that we do. So, like... Hmm. That's what what we're here to do is figure it out. Yeah. Hmm. What is the gay agenda? Your guess is as good as ours. I mean, because, like, if it's just, like, go to the store and pick up some milk, like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gay agenda would be to be independently wealthy. That'd be nice. Ooh. Oh, no, but really, though, like, my gay agenda is to actually just be more proactive in my photography that I've been doing recently. Mm. So that's what I'm really focused on right now is just, like, getting my photography more out there, so... Oh, do you do that as a so. career? It's like a side thing right now where, um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Fit in Philadelphia. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah a, of course. A comedy oh, group. Yeah, of course. Um, oh, sorry, yeah. Um, <laughs> like they're like looking at me right now. I discovered um, that not all of our <laughs> listeners are in the Philadelphia area, which is surprising to me because I thought it'd just be like my mom. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Turns out she's only listened to two episodes. <laughs> oh, really? Well, and that's your mom? That's wow. My mom. It's like, I don't have time to listen to your podcast, okay? Perfect impression of my <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You're gonna play oh. that back for her and she'll think she was on this show. <laughs> I wasn't on the show, sweetie. I don't remember. Um so <laughs> I've been um I've an opportunity has come up at Fit where they're um gonna hire me well hire me to like, you know, photograph shows and like Ooh. classes and you know, things like that that's gonna be happening for me. And coming up in May, so and it's a paid gig, which is great. Nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. So my gauge end is just to like make money off of doing photography because that I need some money. That really That's goes awesome. into your independently financially exactly wealthy slash stable goal. Exactly. Yes. That's doing something cool. that I would love to do. It'd be nice to get paid to do something you love. Ugh. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> pay artists. Mm. And especially <laughs> if you can pay queer artists. Pay us. Pay us. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us in the 
this room? Give the three of us money. We'll attach our Venmo information. Yes. Go wild. <laughs> Treat yourself. Spending spree yes. on me. <laughs> All right. Cool. So now that we're... We know your gay agenda item, which is lovely. Let's move yeah. on to the game section. Cool, 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 cool. This is, uh, we're bringing back a game from a few episodes ago. <laughs> I don't know the yeah. numbers. Uh, where we looked up what uh, like conservative people think is on the gay agenda. Mm. And we discussed, since this is the meeting, to figure out what's on the gay agenda. If it's an item on our gay agenda or yeah. not. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I did some harrowing research. Yes, do not play this game at home. Uh, turns out there is a lot of triggering stuff when you're looking yeah. up what conservatives think oh, about gay no. stuff. I bummed myself out real hardcore. Um, if you do end up playing this game at home and research that, I recommend what I'm going to do is when I get home, I'm going to watch But I'm a Cheerleader to pick oh, myself back I up. I love that movie, by the way. What Just saying, classic. love it. Love it. So good. Um... <laughs> So I did find I did find some a nice mix of like it's all things that people have accused us of, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna make us like real sad. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna chat and see if we want it on the list. Okay. So the first thing I saw was a little while ago there was a uh, Campbell's soup commercial featuring two fathers. Oh. Wow. Big shocker. And wow, wow, some people were upset about that. <laughs> Um, there's like some group called like One Million Moms or something like that, and they're like, how dare two (laughs) fathers have a soup with their child? So, so, question, gay agenda, are we taking all the soup? Harrison? (laughs) I don't even like soup, um, so like... So if we do take it, it's it's extra petty then. Yeah, like I don't even want it, but I'll take it anyways because you want it so bad. So that's yeah. on the get gay the agenda. straights. Yes, get the straights. Soup is gay. It no. sounds like is, is soup gay. Or, is soup gay or is it just a thing that we've just sort of taken? Hmm. Is soup gay? Well, it's fluid. Oh, another mic drop. I'm oh, making the <laughs> most shit-eating face right now. It is fluid. Also, are we only taking certain soups? Like, are bisques oh, like straighter oh. than like stews? You know? Mm, oh no, a bisque is so gay. A bisque is <laughs> bisque is bisque is the gayer gay. soup. Yeah, I love a bisque. A tomato bisque soup. So good. Yeah. So I, good. Okay. I specifically want to take um, those soups that are like chunky soups of men boys. I want to take those soups. Like those weirdly hyped up masculine yeah. soups are the ones that I want to just take away. Oh, wow. I'm going to say a big chunky like manly man soups are now for bears. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, it's been decreed. All right. <laughs> soup on the cage. I'm glad, I'm glad All right. we figured that one out. I've also seen a lot of accusations that we are um, taking over Hollywood and right. promoting uh, queer and yeah, queer celebrities to like try and normalize our lifestyle. Uh, so yeah, are we taking the, over Hollywood? Is the town of Hollywood on the agenda? Hmm. And just the entire film industry, really. Right. Both. They're kind of inseparable. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, I think gay people run Hollywood. Like, we're everywhere in Hollywood. Like, I used to live in California. Um, oh, so you, yeah. you both have intel on this that I do not have. <laughs> we're everywhere in Hollywood, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 
So, like, this probably has been on the agenda. Oh, this has been on the agenda. This whole time, we're just just airing it out. I mean, yeah. Um, Since the creation of Hollywood, it's been on the agenda, I I would think. Though, that's also buck wild to me, just due to the sheer amount of straight films I've seen. Yeah. Like, the fact that if if we've had Hollywood for this long, Mm -hmm. why did the notebook happen? Well, we have why to did that the... happen to me? And why did Brokeback Mountain not win the Oscar and crashed it instead? <laughs> Is it a recent acquisition? Oh, I posit, because I mean, we have like Rock Hudson. Sure. <laughs> I posit that perhaps the, the, the gay takeover of Hollywood has until recently been a stealth mission. Mm. Okay. But okay. now we're, we're awakening our sleeper agents. <laughs> I like it. Thoughts. Yes. Like a Manchurian gay kind of candidate thing going yes. on? Okay, gotcha. What, 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 what what's the key word then? Um, what's like the gayest movie we've had recently? <laughs> I'm not saying Love, Simon. I will not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <oof>. <laughs> Three comedians sit at a table and try to think of a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I can tell you this is great audio. This is this okay, here. This is this is why we haven't 100% taken it over mm-hmm. yet. Nobody okay. remembers the keyword. Yeah, that's oh, kind of yeah, a, yeah, okay. That's what yeah. it is. That's yeah. what it is. So. Once we remember so. it then it's really yes. going to launch. Yeah. So it's still on the agenda because we haven't 100% succeeded yet, but it's 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 coming. It's coming. It's on, it's on the way. Someone's it's gonna remember. soon. It's a project in the making. Okay. All right. Related to that. Okay. The genre of horror, because um, I know that we we took the Babadook. We did. He's ours now. Yeah. Um, And some people are very upset about that, and very upset that we've drawn the Babadook kissing Pennywise from it. We did also take Pennywise. Which I don't think we... I think we should give Pennywise back. Yeah. Um, Why? I, I, I mean, Is, does, isn't he a child kidnapper? That's not good for us. Specific, oh, yeah. He specifically murders children. <laughs> but, I mean, kids are um, annoying, so. That's true. But some of them <laughs> queer are people future are, uses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're queer, right. Queer people don't have a great rep <laughs> vis-a-vis uh, children. Yeah. And, well, like, their well-being. Yeah. So, like. I'm just saying the Babadook can do better. I would agree. Yeah. You can do better than a child murder. Uh, you're raise right. your standards, yeah. Babadook. But, Love so, yeah. yourself. On that yeah. note, are we stealing horror as a genre, or have we already done so? I don't think we're still like I really don't think we're stealing horror as a genre. Like to build off of your point, like Freddy Krueger, gross child molester killer. Yeah. Like I don't true. want that to be a part of my gay agenda. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. True. There's um, some very straight stuff in yeah, horror. Yeah. yeah. I will say. Indefi- like because you're correct. I will say that a lot of the times, the first people who are murdered are straight people having sex. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe it's like we don't want to take it as a genre, but we can like split it with them, because mm. some of these 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 characters are very like yeah. that me if I was a horrible murderous monster. <laughs> so like <laughs> relatable. <laughs> so you know, like on a Tuesday. Um, <laughs> But other characters, it's like, mm, mm, no, like let's not take Pennywise, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. I would adopt him. Okay. Would you really? He's just a poor lost child oh, who hates no. it when straight teenagers have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Which same? Like he died because two straight people were doing it. So like, 
I get it. I, you know, I, I have to disagree on the one. Like, I blame his mother. She wasn't watching him. Mm. It's on her. She, I don't know enough about the oh, franchise. Just, she left him at a day camp. Okay. In the care of two very hormonal straight teenagers. Mm-hmm. And he died on their watch. So, like, I think the blame can be shared. I think. I, I feel like a lot of people could could be blamed for that one for mm. sure. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so no. horror's not on the game. Aww. <laughs> or it is? <laughs> it's not, but I want it to be. Can we take one film? One oh. horror? Hmm. <laughs> just like our favorite one, maybe, so that we just sort of like Let's have take that take some horror. horror, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the RPG Ten Candles, because I... that game is purely aesthetic, and I feel like we can... Candles are pretty gay. Yeah, and <laughs> since it's an RPG, we can make it as gay as we want to. So if I was on a desert island and only had to take one gay <laughs> horror thing, I guess it'd be Ten Candles. I'm like trying to figure out, is there like a gay horror? Like, you know what? Mm, no, it's kind of more of a thriller, but it's really crappy. <laughs> no, who are you going to say? Oh, no, no, please continue. No, it's just, I, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's like, it's supposed to be this, this gay thriller, but it is so homophobic against the gay guy. Oh. It's terrible. Yuck. I can't remember the name of that movie. Let's not take that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I, I, you know what I think? I think I'd take Hellraiser. I think <gasps> that's like... You know, Hellraiser, like, that's, like, all kinds of gender, sexualities. I, I could take Hellraiser with me. Oh, hell, yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> hell, yeah. <laughs> I, I Jen, did Hellraiser. you did you have a horror you wanted to take on a I do one? have one that's related to Hellraiser, because Clive Barker did Hellraiser. Uh-huh. Clive Barker also has another book-turned-horror movie called Nightbreed that's, like, very mm-hmm. gay, mm-hmm. in that, like, a guy is, like, having dreams about le- t- leaving his life behind and going to this monster town full of monsters and then he gets there and all the mm. monsters are the good guys yeah. and the humans that want to kill the monsters are the bad guys ah. and it's it's yeah, your classic like, who's the real hero story yeah it's like come on yeah come on awesome. this has been our horror podcast i'm oh. your yes. i'm your host that hates horror and cries for three days whenever i look at it <laughs> all right so next item i've got two more items okay um, and they're a little more specific than the last three. I think we can bang these ones out. Yes. So this one, I saw somebody arguing that the gay agenda involves um, promoting cross-dressing hmm. in kindergartners. Specifically kindergartners? Yeah. Like, they specifically said kindergartners not and other children. Not preschoolers, not first graders. What is it about kindergarten? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, I don't understand... How? I think it's just like that's like the age where you can influence them. You can't really influence a preschooler that much because they're just like, what are shapes? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I feel like maybe kindergarten is like when they're really like they're reading, so you can be like, here, kid, read this gay stuff. I don't know. <laughs> they're not reading in kindergarten. I don't know. Ch- uh, yeah. I work with children. Wow. <laughs> you don't know what's don't going know. on with the kids. That's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So I guess. Kindergarten? Are we promoting cross-dressing in kindergartners and other children? I don't think we are. I don't think that's something that's on the agenda at all. Like, I don't... Haven't heard about this? Yeah, here's... Okay, so, like, I I have, like, some experience with children. I'm not a teacher like Jen, but I have, like, some experience. Um, I feel like the smart thing to do, like, instead of actively encouraging cross-dressing, just kind of put a bunch of kids in a room with a wardrobe of mm-hmm. just all different types of clothing. Mm-hmm. Based on my experience, children don't give a fuck about anything and just kind of go wild. Yeah. So just just 
Let them at it. Yeah, like my two things. One, I think queer people are the ones who are like least concerned about what a child is wearing while straight people are like, why is my son wearing a pink shirt? Oh, yeah. And like two, fabric doesn't have a gender, you shits. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I, I would argue with that. Like I just, just let kids be kids. Like I don't honestly think that they care if they have a doll or a, a truck. Like they just want to have fun. They just want to play. Yeah. They're not, they don't have an agenda. Yeah. They're not picking this up thinking, I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm gender fluid. Like, they're just, I want to have fun with my friends. I don't... Ugh, yeah. Leave the children alone. So we're, like, not recruiting them yeah. with RuPaul's Drag Race. Don't think of the kids. <laughs> we're not encouraging them to do much besides just kind of exist. Exactly. And and do you. Do you, kid. I don't know <laughs> if that means cross-dressing. It, it might mean dinosaurs. Yeah. It probably means dinosaurs, it statistically. Means yeah, dinosaurs. it definitely means dinosaurs. Yeah, cool. Okay. All right, so um, that's not on the gay agenda. More of an adjustment, too. All right, and then the last one is we have been accused of silencing Christian students. Uh, are you familiar with the Day of Silence? No. All right, so the Day of Silence. Oh, my gosh. Would uh, you like to explain the uh, Day of Silence? Uh, Day of Silence is an annual occasion where uh, students, usually it's like middle schools or high schools, uh, students can elect to stay silent the entire day uh, to represent the silence and oppression that queer students face in schools all the time. And it's like mostly a symbolic thing. There's some schools that are like super down with it. I was fortunate enough to go to a school where like it was not like actively encouraged, but also like none of my teachers really had an issue with it. Um, some schools kind of give students a hard time on that. Yes. Thus. So keeping in mind that the silence and the day in silence is completely elective and by choice, uh, there's, a, there's a specific group arguing that it is oppressive and they want to replace it with a day of dialogue where we can talk about it instead of just silencing Christian students who may not agree oh, with you gosh. about S bullying. <laughs> so 12th of all, <laughs> because there's at least 11 points prior to this. They all say, what is your deal and why do you not understand how things work? Just basic symbolism. What are you talking about? I wish we could capture a facepalm through the <gasps> microphone because Harrison is doing exactly that. Oh my goodness. I, God, I don't get it. I just... Uh, stuff like this just kind of drives me crazy sometimes. Just like... Oh, yeah. Oh, you're being oppressed? Because, like, I just... I. <laughs> You're being oppressed. Like, you, you're... I just... It, it drives me crazy. Like, they're, you're completely missing the point. Yeah. Just... Uh, my face. I'm sorry. It just... <laughs> just bugs me. Just really... Someone else yeah. getting rights doesn't mean yours yeah. are being taken away. Exactly. They're not a toy. You don't yeah. just grab it from another kid. Like, the... <laughs> it's rights for everyone. I'm oppressed because you won't debate with me about your rights. Exactly. Why do I have to debate my rights with you anyways? I'm uh, like, I'm so sorry you may lose the right to tell me why, like, I am incorrect in my being me and yeah. being myself. And also, speaking from experience in Day of Silence, I can assure you that uh, while the teachers were pretty like gung-ho and mm -hmm. on board in general, students were screaming in my face calling me uh, homophobic slurs. Wow. So I promise, hey everybody, I promise you're not being silenced. You're screaming in my ear. God, like, that's crazy. <laughs> no one's being silenced. Y'all never shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
And I just, I never understood why my existence or anyone who has a queer identity or existence, why it means so much to somebody else. Like, I never, yeah. I can, I still even now, I still don't get why it matters so much to you, what I am doing. Yeah, like, otherwise you would not, you would not care about, like, me or who I am or anything like that. Like, like on those, like, the Day of Silence stuff, like, I don't know, I'm that person who sits next to you in math class. We've never spoken to each other. Exactly, like, and before the day, like, even on the day that's not the Day of Silence, like, you never once spoke to me, you didn't yell in my face, like, really gross homophobic stuff. But today, on the day that you should really be quiet, is the day you're like, I'm gonna get you. Like, ugh, it's just so gross and calculated. It makes me sick. Encouraging silence of Christian students. <laughs> not on the agenda, I'd say. Nah, Doesn't seem like it. I, I feel like the agenda should include, hey, maybe listen to queer people. <laughs> that should be on the agenda. Yeah. 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 All right, those are all of the items. So, yes to soup and Hollywood. Maybe to horror. No to silencing or forcing children to cross dress. <laughs> I think I think we're I think we're on the right track in making like a pretty solid list. Yes, and yeah. yes to listening to queer people. Yes. yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, it has been so great to have you on the podcast, Harrison. At this time, we generally ask if there's anything you want to promote. Like for you, like sometimes people promote like upcoming events and stuff like that. Uh, bearing in mind that this will be released this Wednesday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or if you have like a photography Instagram or a website or anything like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, you can use a chance to promote your brand. I'll promote my brand then because <laughs> if I have something coming up, I don't remember. All my stuff happened like last week when I should have done the podcast then. But you got... <laughs> um, So I guess I'll like plug my Instagram. It's uh, Harrison underscore James underscore photography at Instagram. Dot com. Check me out. Yeah. Take and care. then pay him. <laughs> yes. Please do. <laughs> uh, and if you want to find me on like Twitter because you think I'm funny or whatever, it's at underscore glitter goblin underscore. And I linked all my other stuff there. So. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, you can find us on Facebook at My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast. Our Twitter handle is Gay Agenda Cast. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, Rate us and subscribe and, and tell all your friends. Give them that business card. <laughs> all right. Until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Pay us. Pay me money. <laughs> and that's our gay agenda.